0: your eyes to the skies. It's time for Spaced Out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.
1: Spaced Out, brought to you by the Stardome. Spaced Out. Spaced Out. Hello, Josh. Thank Come yola. in. Hello, how's it going? G'day, mate. How's tricks? How's space treating you?
2: Oh, she's it's pretty spacey, as
0: usual. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle of Matariki, so mauna with the Matariki to you too. Kia ora. Now, we've uh, got a couple of stories about the Perseverance rover and Ingenuity helicopter over there on Mars. We mm, too. We've... Um
2: Percy has just started to kind of drive autonomously using their auto nav system.
0: Okay, so Percy is the. Um Sorry, we're not on a first name basis with no, all, all the space yet, stuff, no. mate. So. Percy is like the, <laughs> t- the shortened <laughs> version of Perseverance. Perseverance, yes. Yep. Percy is the affectionate name. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, so Percy has started to use its auto nav system. So, you know, typically the, they kind of wait for commands from Earth. Um, But yeah, Percy can kind of drive autonomously more than any other rover before. Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of, yeah, it starts to speed up the process of exploration and um, I've been watching a map of where Percy is and she's uh, she's really hooning along now. Um, By hooning I mean like, you know, 100 metres an hour, but you know, (laughs) that's pretty fast for a rover.
1: Is it like... Or like electronic? Is that how it works, or is it a little bit of gas? In
2: yeah, yeah. It's um, it's all run by. It's basically the. <laughs> the I mean, the power unit is um, plutonium, so it through heat decay, mm. it converts that into electricity, and oh, it runs it's nuclear, batteries. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh no. wow! So
1: it's actually doing a conversion. Holy hell, that's quite buzzy.
2: Mm, yeah, and uh, and they last for you know sometimes decades. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, oh, that's kind of a kind good of f- use of nuclear stuff, right? Because it's like, oh, we can't get hurt from it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Plutonium's
2: <laughs> not something you want to be, you know, touching or holding. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, the rovers, it's, they're really good battery sources for them, so it kind of just keeps them going for yonks.
1: That's a classic case of kind of a dumb question, but ended up being a great answer. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. so It's pretty cool though, because I mean, it also kind of fix the problem that we often have with rovers dying from like dust being on Mm, solar panels right
0: yeah yeah Um, yeah right
2: yeah so these things can just you know go and go and they survive those massive dust storms that Mars has yeah
0: where's it heading where's it going
2: Um, at the moment it's heading south to a couple of like geological sites where it'll catch some samples um, and then it's going to be heading north towards basically where the delta of Jezero is so wow that's a
1: great sentence please yeah
2: um, the delta of Jezero the delta of Jezero it sounds very sci-fi it's cosmic
1: country it sounds uh, like
2: Pretty Cool name, Jezero. It's um, it's a like a Baltic uh, word for lake.
1: I'm writing this down, it's so
2: good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, where it landed used to be a lake, so they called it Jezero Crater. Um, but it'll be driving to where the delta, so where a mm. river used to flow, yeah. um, and yeah, just scoping out the area.
0: Does it have like a little drill that it can put down and go, All right, I'm going to do some little soil readings yep. in this position?
2: Yeah, it's got a caching system, so it actually will um drill into the ground, take samples, and then it'll collect these little tubes that it'll eventually drop onto the ground, and then a follow-up mission will actually go there, pick them up, and bring them back to Earth.
1: Somewhat of a return to the Delta of Jutera.
2: Yeah, <laughs> return to the Delta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, sound, it sounds like a sci-fi movie, but it's It yeah, sounds happening. great, man. I'm yeah,
1: just got myself a lyric.
0: Now, what can you tell us about... Should we stay on Mars? or uh, Like the NASA... Um, trip there or should we cross over to this sort of European and Russian mission
1: oh up to you whatever you want to have let's stay on Mars guys let's keep it Marsy yeah, keep it
0: on Mars mm. okay we'll keep it on the ingenuity because that's yep. kind of part of the Perseverance team
2: yeah. Um, so yeah, Ng Ng. Sorry, I'm giving everyone. Ian
1: John's kind of like <laughs> we're all talking about it like it's like it's a, a thing with its own intelligence. Like, oh, what's it going to do? Does it want to do anything today? <laughs> it's
2: like right yes. I think yeah yeah. I think you kind of sometimes you give them like human names. Yeah. You know, I think scientists look at these things like very affectionately. You know, oh, I they, can imagine. I mean, yeah, it's our like
1: only. Um, yeah. It's your only kind of tether. So it's it's got so much weight behind it. And so oh, totally. so much.
2: Would. But um, yeah, the, the helicopter basically it completed its biggest flight yet. It did a 600 meter stunt, so I'm kind of, you know, flew up and backflip. It, backflip, yeah. Did it? Sever- no.
1: Fuck.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, I wish it did. Oh my God. Frosty
1: um, <laughs> demons on Mars.
2: Yeah, imagine the first somersault on another planet. Um, but yeah, it basically flew over a massive sand dune um, to scout out an area which Percy's driving to, so. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, the the sand dune itself, because personally you can't go through it, it's going to be going around, that's going to take the rover, you know, days, if not weeks. Um, but the helicopter did it in, like, 60 seconds, you know, mm. so it kind of just goes to show the
0: Shame um,
2: the power uh, of, you know, having these little scouts and for future missions to um, fly over for you.
0: So the helicopter is actually doing a significant amount of surveillance. A recce, yeah, so Yeah, way
2: more than they planned it for, because it was meant to do like five flights, this is its ninth, mm. um, so yeah, I think NASA, they, they're basically going to push it until it dies. Um, it, it seems it gets,
1: like the case, eh? Yeah. And they they kind of seem to treat these things kind of like... Um, this is a terrible example But like a cancer diagnosis Where the doctor's like You've got four months And then you end up living for <laughs> so like as much as you can yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: But then you end up living For like a couple of years You know exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's
2: a grim way to put it sure. <laughs>
0: Sorry So the helicopter the, Obviously the helicopter Is just giving way better images Of uh, the surface of Mars Than I thought You know They might be able to get away With using a big Sort of um, satellite You know You know That's yeah. orbiting nearby But obviously They're not doing That good a job
2: Yeah They're doing a pretty good job. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you've got satellites orbiting above, they can, you know, map the surface, but it's only up to, you know, maybe like a metre per pixel. Mm. But if you've got a helicopter that's literally on the ground, it's actually finding hazards for the rover and it's sending that data straight to the rover so the rover then gets kind of a more accurate um, in-situ, you know, map so mm. then it can follow that and avoid, you know, all the obstacles that the
0: helicopter saw. Yeah. I can imagine it would be kind of crap if it got stuck in a sand dune. Can they help each other out at all if it did come to that? Um, can the helicopter tow yeah. Percy?
1: <laughs> I'd like to think they could but Can we really change the they name not? from Percy to something a bit more badass? Isn't it? Percy? <laughs> oh, Percy got stuck. <laughs> Like, that sounds you should work for NASA, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I've just put my head down. I can do anything if I put my
0: mind to it, right? That's the understood. <laughs> no time. Now, the Europeans and the Russians uh, are planning a yeah. mission to Mars as well. So this is what I've, we sort of leapfrogged over. I love how the Russians aren't Europeans <laughs> in this story. Like <laughs> They're doing their own thing. Like. The East and the West. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah,
2: so they're, they're currently building their rover which is Rosalind Franklin. Um, it was actually meant to go about, I think it was four years ago, they were meant to launch it but um, they had problems with the landing platform so they missed the launch window um, for another two years and then Oops. the last one they missed it again so yeah, I'm hoping that they can actually fix this, um, this parachute problem they're having before the next launch window.
1: Is China just totally kicking ass, by the way? Just a side note. Are kind, they just, of, yeah, yeah, the kind of, yeah. They're bosses <laughs> of space now, eh? Like, everyone's just like... They're just going, oh, by the way, we just did this. What? Yeah, they yeah
2: no, they, they they really are. I mean, because we talked about their rover um, the last time we spoke, and uh, obviously they're the first country that's really done everything at, at once. They had so they had a lander and a rover. Um, all successfully landing and flying around Mars. And that's, you know, that's what NASA decades to do. And so. their names,
1: are, are they better than, like, Percy and stuff? Are they kind of, like, named after mythical rad crap? Or? Uh,
2: well, China's one is called Zurong, which is yes. after, I believe it's the Chinese god of
1: fire. See, yeah. this is where you need to be heading.
0: Let's <laughs> give it a grunty name. I want my car to be called a Jaguar. <laughs> you know, like. Are we talking about their space, the name of their space station?
2: Um, oh, no, their space station is Tianhe, which means, like, uh, heavenly place i believe
1: okay. Sick. Pretty
2: yeah pretty they um so they get some cool names but little funny tidbit is um the, so all the rovers on mars they actually get named by school kids over in the states so they have competitions where you like you write an essay like i want to call the robot perseverance
1: and oh, then why no. boaty McBoatface. Um,
2: yeah literally you have some of those like <laughs> rover McRoveface. face <laughs> um and then they pick one so
1: <laughs> oh man that's okay what the whole of american schooling
2: yeah, they literally just put a call out and they get thousands and thousands of submissions. We've got, f- we've got 500
1: Percy's, guys. Percy it is. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and, um, and they put it out to
2: the public, too. They have like a final 10 and then you get to vote. Um, Crack up. Yeah, so it's all down to the public vote. Could have been Ro- <laughs> face, but Could have
1: been you know. t- just called Trump.
0: So <laughs> on the on the Chinese <laughs> note, they have uh, Chinese astronauts have done their f- first spacewalk on their own space station. Mm.
2: Yeah, they just conducted, um, yeah, first spacewalk for the you North know, Space Station. So sure. a pair of them, um, yeah, went outside and installed just a bunch of stuff just to prepare for future missions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, again, it's just impressively, impressive how, you know, quickly they actually done everything yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and it's it, their you know, second ever spacewalk ever.
1: So. In an industry where, like, time is money, you know, mm. they, they seem to be getting through it.
2: Oh, massively, yeah. yeah. it's. Um, I, I think it's really just it's a kind of... It's very political to kind of go, well, we're doing everything that the America's, America is doing and, you know, yeah, to really kind of put their foot down or foot up, I should say, in space, so, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, the new dates for Matariki for the next 30 years have been announced. How does this work?
2: Oh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, so we had, like, Dr Rangi Matamo, do you guys know him?
1: Nope.
2: He's basically, like, he's the tohunga like, Māori expert astronomer. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, so he and a bunch of bunch of others. So there's a panel of them. Um, they went down and basically decided the dates of when Mataiki would fall because um, Mataiki is actually dependent on the moon, uh, the lunar phases. So yes. we have to wait till there's a certain lunar phase. So they've went, um, you know, gone ahead and done that for the next 30 years, and then they've just yeah given us the um, the actual dates of the Fridays because it's going to be a Friday holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm really just kind of excited um, in the future for people just to learn about it now that we will have a public holiday, so people, you know, hopefully will be saying, well, what is Maastareki, what does it actually mean? So, yeah, yeah
1: I'm, I'm quite excited. Right on, it's very cool. Mm. I'm wondering, uh, could they have could they have predicted, like, how far ahead can you do this? Like, do they, are they going to get to, like, 30 years and go, well, we're off by a week, or, like, you know, what's the...
2: No, nah, I mean, ast- astronomy cycles are quite accurate, so, yeah. you know, you can realistically predict things thousands and thousands of years in the future right. just using data from today. So no. Um, yeah that'll be pretty accurate yeah
0: sick nice one now what's happening in, happening at the Stardome in the next uh, while
2: so we have I've got a couple of things we've still got our Matariki show so that's going to be running for um, that's, a, oh, that's actually ending this uh, this week so final Matariki shows will be ending this weekend um, we have school holidays which is next week so we do shows in the days uh, but we also we have uh, what I'm looking forward to is got our sci-fi for this month um, which is The Martian which is a fantastic film oh nice is
1: one, that, um, is that Old Mate Matt Damon Old Mate, yep, uh, Old yeah, mate Matt Damon. yeah I've ever yeah. seen that one it's quite good I've yeah. read the
0: book it's also a good book it's bit of a really,
1: blockbuster it's good for horticulturists out there as well <laughs> <laughs> it is a
2: really great film though I watched it again um, a couple of weeks ago and yeah I'm definitely going to watch this one here on the big screen
0: rad nice one well uh, thank you Josh from the start and we'll check in with you in a fortnight
2: alright no worries so talk to you then. Bye.
0: Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.